Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Journeys Adrift. We hope you enjoyed this episode and as always, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you! Previously on Journeys Adrift. Mistakes are made. Speaking of mistakes, who's not wearing his armor? This guy! The crew show their worth in combat. As it hits, like, way more on point than she ever realized, you see that she's like, whoa, what just happened? (laughs) You hear him say, combat mode. So, Zeha, when you open your eyes, sure that I cut you, uh, you realize I didn't, and the thing behind you screams. Like, its atoms just seem to break apart as it flies off. Not fully, but, you know, he definitely obliterates the thing, and it lands probably, like, some 50 feet away. And Dr. Lin gains a new patient. Just let me know if you uh, experience any fuzziness in the eyes, any loss of balance, any of that sort of thing. That kind of cloudiness in the head. Um, certainly. Now, let's get to the episode. Alright, this is kind of a back-in-the-past roll, because she should have rolled it after one round. But I need you to roll a fortitude save. But, like, anything anyone could do to help? I'm definitely (laughs) going to help you after you make this roll. Not for this. Yeah, can I, like, help treat disease over ten minutes after? Or, like, is this round by round by round? Yeah, right now it's round. It should be day. Okay. Okay. She she doesn't have the disease yet. She's still just radiated. She only has radiation oh, in her body. Oh. She has not caught radiation right. sickness. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so I went to get my real dice, and I tested a roll. I got a 19, and I really wish that I could use that <laughs> roll, but I totally did it before all this. So anyways, here we go. <laughs> not one right now. <clears throat> it's a four. Oof. Well, that is a failure. Oh, is it? Are you, are you sure it's a four, not a, not a three, four? You do have a hero point. I'll oh, I'll let you in on the I'll, DC before you, before you do this. Your DC for this is eighteen. Wait, she hasn't gotten. So the I really sickness want that nineteen. Though. I agree. Yeah. She has not gotten the sickness yet. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at this just 20. radiation right now. I'm just gonna do it. You should look at the one so it doesn't sneak Natural. up on you. I think. That it's now or never. Natural. Don't think. Roll. Seventeen. Oh, that's rough. That's real close. I have a fort of zero. <laughs> Sucks. Highly unlucky. Not that you know. Yet, you just feel a little off. Uh, you have the radiation sickness disease that puts you on the physical track for diseases. Right now, that puts you in the latent stage. So right now, you have the disease, but you have, like, literally no symptoms. It's just inside you. Gross. Uh, But it looks like I don't have to do anything on the conditions tracker just yet, so we will find out. Yep. It's a fun ride. (laughs) So good. Is there something on the character sheet that I need to do? I don't think so, right? No, not right now. Okay. We just keep track of it on here. I'll go ahead and uh, read out. Not everything that these do, but I'll read out what you're going to go through. So it's healthy, latent, which is where you are. Weakened, impaired, debilitated, bedridden, comatose, dead. Those are some scary (laughs) words. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Diseases are no joke in Uh, Starfinder at all. 
or like diseases when your character is low level and or high level diseases themselves are no joke in Starfinder, <laughs> like at all. Especially if you're on any kind of a time crunch. Yay! Thank goodness we're not. <laughs> so that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. We can just sit here, yeah. right here in this car, not move. Nanal won't care. It'll be fine. Get attacked by a bunch yeah, of Nanal's fine. K-Fax. Yeah, I'm sitting here. Uh, I, I had gotten right back into the car that Moat and uh, Twek are like, working on. And I'm just like, just catching my breath. Feeling a little woozy. Yeah, Dr. Len's, like, tentatively keeping a quotation marks eye on her to see if she starts, you know, vomiting blood or etc. Yeah, you don't have an eye, Len. An eye lens. Quotation marks. For, for a second, when you said tentative, I heard tentacle. And I was like, yeah, hmm. yeah. Keeps I'm keeping a flop. tentacle eye on her. Uh, can you stop doing that? But oh, Len had mentioned that <laughs> she was probably affected by radiation, right? Yes. yes. We're kind of flavoring it since the player knows and everything that she feels a little just off. And Dr. Lin, having dealt with radiation so much prior, like made a medicine check and can kind of assume that she has been affected by it. That doesn't mean she's going to get radiation sickness or anything, but... Yeah, like in the same way I was affected, right? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Tetsu's just going to kind of like take some powder from like his uh, health kit and like put into like some water to offer to Zeha. It's more of like a, a a potential nauseous like palliative really. Not to really do anything, but just to help. And he'll kinda lean over and hand it to her and says, You fought well. This might help with any bad effects. Oh, um thank you. She will take it and she'll look at it. She won't take it right away. She'll, like, kind of wait till you're not looking, and she'll, like, do a quick Google search to, like, see what it is. <laughs> I didn't label the cup. Oh, wait, I thought you gave me, like, a pill and water. You dissolved it. No, in... no, no. It's it's some powdered stuff I put in a, like, a little medicine cup from the kit. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll give it a uh, tentative sip to not, uh, you know. You just go unconscious. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> As Tetsu finishes that up, he's just going to start removing from his backpack this heavy ring-type armor that he's got in his bag and just slowly start pulling it on after he, like, removes his jacket, like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now you're getting ready for combat. Thank you. I thought we were just getting the job, not starting. That's a great point. Twek, I thought this was a simple... Oh. Twek, as I noticed that he's not here and like under the car. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're just you hear like the last remnants of kind of tinging as him and Moat seem to finish up, and he's like, "Huh? Wasn't this supposed to be a simple drive to start this adventure? What what is this?" And, and Moat piles on after stepping out from under the vehicle. Yeah, come on, like how'd you not see that thing? It sticks out like a shimmering at dusk. Come on. It it came out of the ground. What do you think? I called him for an appointment? I don't know. Did you? That is... Yeah, here. I'll give you their number. I roll my eyes. <laughs> By the way, uh, Moat, yeah, I think caught that and just, you know, <laughs> caught that comment. What did you just say? Well, if he wants to say something about it, then he can most certainly say something about it. <laughs> uh, Moat will... Come at me, bro. <laughs> hop into the uh, truck and 
will sit like towards the front, but the drone is going to stay at the front, just kind of facing outwards and Moat's just kind of looking out as well. Uh, does Moat get in the car before uh, Twek does? Uh, I mean, probably around the same time. Like, Twek's rolling around to the driver's side to, like, climb up the side of it and get in the driver's seat. Then when, like, when Moat passes by, I'll just say kind of under my breath, ignoring the comment, uh, did you see anything interesting under there? I don't want this thing exploding on us. Did Moat notice anything interesting? Uh, no, you noticed Twek not fixing it, like, perfectly, and, uh, like, you helped him get it fixed to what you assume was back to its good condition. Uh, seems seems all right to me, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's not designed to explode or anything, so it's just a it's just a little old. All right then. How's Nanal in all of this, by the way? Give me a sense motive check. She's fine. I saved her. Oh, Remember? okay. Uh oh. That is a fifteen. Okay, you're kind of looking her over. Uh, she seems. A little shaken, clearly not expecting the attack like you guys were not expecting the attack. Uh, she didn't fight, as she made very clear. She kind of tucked into the back corner. Uh, you catch a little hint that she's oddly composed, whether that's just she's a composed person or she's used to people almost dying or whatever. There's there's just something about her that doesn't say she almost got attacked by a bunch of things. Just from my training, do I kind of take that as extensive training on the thing as presentation it's even with your training it's hard for you to tell that's also striking a nerve to tell you something if it's extensive training she's hiding that part very well as well okay perfect and then to recap what we learned last session about these things like multiple people with their checks on the kfax like we all identified that there was something abnormal going on. Like, whether that's the radiation or something else. Yeah, normally they wouldn't just attack straight out, whether it was aggression or hunger or whatever. Like, you just, you know that they wouldn't attack people straight out, especially not a moving, loud vehicle. Like, if maybe if it was somebody walking or something, maybe. That's like 20% chance, but definitely not a moving, loud vehicle. And then obviously the large one is... Probably not the first of its kind, as Dr. Lin kind of classified it, but it's definitely weird and odd that it's kind of radiated by this Vasteron. Dang, so I can't discover gotcha. a new species? Nope. <laughs> not here. I apologize um, for that and all. I can only hope that the rest of the ride is smooth, but... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, as I feel nauseous. <laughs> Are you alright? Yes, I'm... Me? I was talking to Zeha, <laughs> but you're welcome to answer. Uh, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, we we answer at the same time. <laughs> Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> kind of look at each other for Ladies, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Well, should we should we keep going then? Is the car land worthy? Yeah, we got it fixed. See, it just kind of you hear it like. And then it starts. All right, All right well, um, avoid the KFX twick. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll call the other ones that we had appointments with, and I'll tell them to just get out of the way. Yeah, thanks. About how fast does this, um, this twack move when we're in it? Not twack, mind you, twack. <laughs> yeah, twack, yeah. Yeah, twack. The vehicle. Twack the vehicle gets probably about to 20 miles an hour. Okay, so, um, 
it wouldn't be feasible for Wasp to be able to, be able to fly at the same speed as this vehicle, oh. right? Uh, it would be very exhausting. Like, I would say, like, by the mechanics of the game and stuff, Wasp could run, like, literally full round action, continuously sprint. It's, like, I think it's, like, three or four times its speed and be tailing mm-hmm. it, but that gets exhausting very quickly. Gotcha. All right, we'll conserve battery. We'll just leave it there. But uh, stick it on the hood of the car like a, um, like the Jaguar. <laughs> Not too long after the truck begins moving, uh, Moat's face mask you notice it change occasionally, and it's got a image that's kind of a rudimentary overlay that looks like Wasp, and it's kind of like flashing green, and Moat seems to be kind of not paying attention to anything else, and then it flashes back to the normal general expression that he's got, that Moat has, and Moat will interact with everybody, but something seems to be going on with Wasp that Moat's doing, so you yeah. see that. Cool. Pretty sus. Pretty sus. And as we start moving again, um, I'm gonna kind of sit there to myself, and you'll notice she just like kind of touches her her headband for a moment, and then like places the same hand on just like two fingers of the center of her chest as she casts detect affliction on herself, just to learn a little bit about her. I don't know. There aren't really like somatic or verbal components specified in Starfinder spells, so I, I'm trying to think of a cool way to flavor this one, but I'll get back she to She rubs her tummy and goes, I'm not good. Just a little, <laughs> you like touch your headband and just this like almost biometric scan probably pulses out over your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think it says you automatically detect it from what I'm seeing, because it's not like a curse or anything. It looks like it's just going to be nor- like immediate. It's an immediate, like, oh, yes, you're affected with something, and then a DC uh, 20 check to, like, figure out exactly what it is. Okay. Zeha does know she is affected by something. She noticed she hasn't been feeling well up until now, and she definitely knows that something is affecting her. Can I roll life science uh, to try to identify with this cantrip? Actually reading the spell you can roll an intelligence check first and then if you fail you can roll life science or medicine oh okay uh so just a flat intelligence check is a now's when i roll my 19 for a uh, 23 Ooh. not having been hit uh having dr lynn kind of talk about radiation stuff you do imagine that you have radiation sickness and i hope that'll help me like as i go through the stages <clears throat> excuse me as i go through the stages to figure out exactly what that all entails and everything yep knowing that you have it you can feel free to like talk to dr lynn about it see what he knows about it that kind of stuff and normally people wouldn't be trying to treat you tonight because they don't think you have it uh that'll help you be treated tonight even like you can be like hey i have radiation sickness let's let's chill like that kind of thing let's hang out (laughs) you wanna hang with my radiation sickness do i so yes, as as we're uh, driving, I will like look towards Doctor Lynn, and I'll just be like, "Yes, it seems that I have radiation sickness, and it has just taken hold. Everything my senses tell me. Are you able to to help me treat that?" Well, I presumed as much, but I should be able to help. Give about ten minutes of treatment, then that should help you. Well, hopefully, and then we can see how things go tomorrow. All right, the sooner the better. But um, we can get to the ship at the very least. Can, can I do it while we're driving in the car, actually? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say. You know, Twick says, hey, uh, we, we probably got, like, half an hour left. I mean, the car is not 
too rough, uh, you just have to you pull out some little little medicine tablets, uh, some like iodine tablets, like all kinds of different little things. But it's not like it's not like a poison or anything where you have to get to the wound to treat her that kind of stuff. So it should be easy enough to treat in the car. Yeah. Okay. Just like offering basic keep- medicines. The rest of you, keep an eye out, will you? I will keep an eye out. Yes, this shouldn't Working be too it. much trouble. Just take whatever medicines I provide you, and you should be hopefully fine, perhaps. Waffles, do you want a perception? Yeah, give me a perception. Whatever the first thing that you give Zeha, she, like, takes it, then she stops and she looks at you, says, this is a trust exercise, Doctor. I hope you don't do anything you shouldn't. And then she'll just take whatever what it is. What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> As soon as you take it, like, a couple beats after, Aizen will just pipe in, you know, if he was going to poison you, he'd wait until about the third time you took something? Or perhaps <laughs> I just wouldn't treat her radiation poisoning? Are we thinking about this, or...? I'm not accusing you of anything. Mm. I'm simply forewarning. Don't take it personal. Well, you can sue me for malpractice later if you wish, I suppose. Doesn't that only work if you have a license? <laughs> Takes whatever other thing. <laughs> He just, like, shrugs and, like, pulls out, like, another, like, <laughs> tablet of... I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but some tablet of whatever the heck helps with radiation poisoning. <laughs> that was Dr. Len saying that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what this is. Here. Uh, what'd you get on your perception check? Uh, 20. Kind of looking around, there's nothing really out of the ordinary. About 10 minutes pass, you... It's wide open, the whole... On, on your right the entire time is just the ice peaks that you know is the Winterlands. Uh, the left is just the plane of red planet land. Plan land. Plan land. The plane of red plan land. But yeah, nothing out of the ordinary for you, Dr. Lin. You get through your treatment of Zeha's radiation sickness. You can give me a medicine check. Um, all right. Will do. Oh, Jesus. There's oh. a 24. Oh. 24 for that. He beats the diseases DC, so when you roll your check against the DC of the disease, remember that you have a plus four. Ooh. Oh, thank you. I still have a zero fortitude, you know, now I have a plus four. <laughs> now you have a plus four because he treated. Just got to roll a 14. That's all. Maybe yeah. I should have kept the hero point then. Now that I realize <laughs> I could have gotten a plus four, but whatever. <laughs> so you do know with the radiation sickness, though, between you and Dr. Lin, that it takes a while to get rid of it. Uh, so it is going to be three successful saves in a row. Oh my god. One failure takes you up the track. You need three successful saves to move you down the track. That's just not going to happen. The saves against the original radiation DC, which was 13. Yeah, so it, it's not as bad as you thought. And do I have plus four all the time for that? Uh, every time he takes takes 10 minutes out of the day to treat you. Okay. Don't forget. Bye. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Between the two of us. Just set a reminder on your comm link. It's fine. It's going to go so fine. If I kill Dr. Lin, I effectively kill Zeha too, right? No. <laughs> you have to kill Tetsu as well. Tetsu's a medic. No, no, because we, we have Tetsu. We have Tetsu. Yeah. Okay, so if I kill everyone but Zeha, I, I effectively kill Zeha too, right? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. You guys get about 10 minutes away from the ship, uh, way back in the horizon. You begin seeing what looks probably like a little speck of a ship. And at this point, Nanal kind of speaks up and she goes... I think I remember asking, but do any of you have any experience flying a ship at all? Not not just piloting, but have any of you ever been part of a crew? Eisen raises his hand. In a broad sense, I have grown born and raised on one. 
Okay. Not part of the crew necessarily, but you know, I've been on a ship. Been the only one on a ship. And yeah, got experience. Okay. Never in my life. I was required to learn <laughs> how to fly high-value targets, so we should be fine. Oh, well, at least we'll be able to fly. No, I, I could fly one, but not well. Can you land one? I think that's the harder part that most of us had to learn. Yes. <laughs> Without having the ship crash into a thousand tiny pieces. And yourself. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Alright then. You see Nenok and a, like, like, not an endearing smile. Like a, oh my gosh, we're gonna die smirk crosses her face. Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks between you. She goes, so, do each of you know what you're gonna do then on the ship? There's quite a few roles that need to be filled out. I would appreciate not having to do anything, uh, as is the contract I signed. Uh, Twick, you're not coming? And he's like, no. <laughs> okay, so do each of you know what you're doing? I'm sure we can easily figure it out. I, um, you know, just, no, never mind. She, <laughs> she keeps the comment to herself, but there's this look on her face that's like, this could be part of the job description and save you a lot of trouble, or, you know, bring your own crew, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Moats, masks, eyes go in a very dink, 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 dink roll, and Moats says, well, I'm pretty sure nobody else here can, you know, fix the damn thing, so I, I'd probably be doing that. I have a way with computers and general technology, so um, I can handle that. Okay, so you'll be... The science officer, probably? Yes, of course. Like I said, I've been trained as a pilot. <clears throat> totally know what that is. Uh, Dr. Lin <laughs> adjusts his glasses. I, Like I said, never in my life have I been part of a crew. Is there some sort of doctor role that needs filling? Perhaps uh, on-crew medical work, a lab of some sort? I'm sure I could serve well in there. I am attempting to make sure we're set up for if anything goes bad out in space. Uh, I don't... If anything goes bad, we won't need a doctor. Doctor. <laughs> it sounds like we need someone to give the orders and someone to shoot. Can I do the well, computers? Well, I'm to give the orders. fairly certain I would do a fantastic job of giving everybody direction <laughs> on this uh, endeavor. I, I will so, land the computers, please. Just listen to Moat. Um, out of character, what's your computers mod? You don't know. <laughs> Oh, but I like technology. Out of character, does Tetsu strike her as a computer-savvy person? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, does he? I mean, is it Tetsu literally a computer? Partially, yes. Kinda, yeah. You don't know? He looks like a giant brute. All right. Fair. I'm going to test you. So I'm going to be like, very well. Uh, so if I were to say, you know, this, this, and then reroute it to this, you'd know how to do that. <laughs> yes. Can we roll computers versus each other or something like that in terms of, like, sure. testing? I think so. That sounds fun. I, I Moat is not going to say anything unless he's just blatantly wrong or if she's blatantly wrong of something. And uh, we'll just keep their mouth shut. Well, proverbial mouth shut otherwise. All right. What you got? Me? Yeah. Wait, wait. I can do math in my head. This is why I don't. Uh... <laughs> can you? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Good thing you're not using the macros, you know? Which do the math for you? Uh, hold on. <laughs> you can't ask Waffles. 24. <laughs> yes, I can. He's my computer math. <laughs> hold on. 8 plus 16. It beats me. Uh, I rolled a 
19. Okay. I rolled a 25. Yep. Uh, you ask him some questions, Zeha, and he can answer like 85% of them. Like if it was an interview, it went well. But you you keep your mouth shut through like the whole thing. And uh, they Zeha definitely knows more, uh, but they both know what they're talking about, honestly. Out of character, it's a plus five. Mm, plus eight. <laughs> Me too, kid. Um. <laughs> Everyone has computers because we've never played sci-fi before. Everyone but Aizen. No, I'm a technomancer. I, that is literally my thing, but no, no, no. Um, Biohacker. Well, <laughs> it's not how that works. Uh, well, remind me, what is the skill for being captain? If it's charisma, trust me, you want it over me. It is charisma, but but is you it? You can demand people, you can encourage people, or you can taunt people. Uh, they're all different kinds of pushing to give pluses or minuses. So taunt is bluff or intimidate. Encourage is diplomacy or using the same skill as that person at a much lower DC. So like if you were going to encourage computers, you're rolling at a DC 10 instead of a DC 15 diplomacy. And you're rolling computers. Uh, and then demand is also intimidate. So my thing is, right, I know that technically I might be the most charismatic of the crew, but that doesn't mean that I'm very good at it. <laughs> Actually, Eisen, Eisen um, could do it. If that's what that is, like, Eisen does intimidate, and he has general all-around good roles for things like engineering or uh, piloting. The only thing he can't do is computers. But then you need a pilot. Well, I look over at Nanal. Um, can you at the very least... You know, he didn't want to roll, but could you pull the strings? Um, like, do I think that she could just be the charisma of it? I I can sit in the chair and give you orders if that's what you would like me to do, but I don't advise it. As far as the job is concerned, like, you've got to be the one that tells us where we're going, what we should expect, because otherwise <laughs> your ass is on the line, so... We're going to the Rose Light settlement on Leavara. We're going to land it up well, which never had a problem with ever and then we're going to transfer down we're going to shuttle down to the roselight settlement itself go to the silver drake and i'm going to have a meeting mm -hmm. if i must and you do not want me to run the computers i can relay for the crew i know many skills that take to run the ship are you intimidating <laughs> tetsu by nature looks very intimidating but he doesn't act it, but he has presented many skills that run the ship, and he looks intimidating, but he does not want to captain the ship. But if you will not let him run the computers. Um, just just because this is the way the marbles are kind of falling, and I just want to get this out of the way, it sounds like you're going to be putting me in the gunner's seat. Um, I don't have much of a problem with that, if it's anything like firing a needle rifle. I just would probably be retiring the title of doctor as long as I'm in the seat. Do no harm and all. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend it's like waving around a scalpel, doctor. I don't think you can just put the title aside <laughs> like that. He's like, I'm just not a doctor for now. That's fine. I'm only a doctor when he I feel like He rips the name it. tag off. <laughs> I, I mean, did you guys see what Zeha did? She blew holes in two of those damn things. No, no, no. I, I really, um can barely handle my way around a gun. You you don't. You, you don't shot that. two through the I, head. Bullshit. That was just a fluke. No, no, no. So so anyways, the, I, I'm just particularly good at the computers. It is my thing. 
Tetsu just looks very dejected, but just nods. <laughs> yeah, so you know what you're talking about, sure, but do you know exactly how the computers interface with the thing that they're working? Do you know how a reactor works, how to fix it if it breaks down, if something goes wrong with, you know, how it communicates? Because if not, starts nodding. maybe you shouldn't be the uh, engineer. <laughs> I'm not an engineer? What? Moat was talking to Zeha, actually. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. N- uh, well... Science officer. No, no, I mean, I can... I'm not bad at it, if that's what you're asking. But it does seem like your... I look down at your overalls area of expertise. I mean, yeah. You are the engineer. If you must, you will be the science officer. Is there a difference between the science officer and the engineer here? I mean... Yes, you make the ship run, she makes the computers talk. Okay, so I wasn't really aware yeah. of that one. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> Which actually, like, just funnily enough, probably makes sense for Moat. Probably only piloted a one-person ship, which a lot of these, he would be, like, captain and one role every turn. Engineer, science officer, and gunner all kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, well, very adamant about being the engineer, realizing that's a separate thing from science officer. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm not trying to uh, take your role, Moat. Um, she took mine. Look, I will, and I look over at the really dejected Tetsu. Fine, no, that's perfectly fine. Go in and take the computers. I will sit. I know many systems. I can do it if you really want to do that. Uh, this Twi- is going to Twi- be a fun road trip. Three minutes. <laughs> We've been, like, chatting about this the whole time. Well, look, Zeha, you said you're a performer, right? So... Certainly. I mean, I don't know any of us who have the face of a captain, really, so you're probably best suited for that. Uh, you look, you know, she, she prissy like and all that stuff, but... Uh, Excuse I, me. What? Is there something wrong with that? I think you meant pretty, not prissy. I think you used prissy. No, I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I meant I... prissy. It's very, you know, all set up and looking all proper. I feel like I should you know, refer to you as your highness or something, because it's very, you're very prim and proper and such. I move my hand, you know, in like just a very small gesture on my lap, and you feel this, like, this thing, like, almost like try to flick up your mask and like knock your head back a touch. Like, I'm sitting not, I'm nowhere near you. (laughs) You just like feel it push your face back, and I'm just staring at you. Mask shows dot, dot, dot. Dot. And then Wasp comes by and flies in front of your face and has the uh, tail, <laughs> like, in your face, and you see a dart sort of protruding. Oh, tell me that's not what's happening here. No, 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 no. I don't think you see this, so a psychokinetic hand pulls Wasp back. <laughs> I mean, Wasp resists. One minute. Uh, Dr. Len turns turns away for uh, deniability. Aizen, Aizen is also just like... Tetsu just stands and says, please, no fighting. We Oh, no, please, fight yeah. now so we can get this over with. He I don't stands do up this in the, the moving air. vehicle, falls off, and dies. <laughs> I could stand. How the fuck did you do that? What? This, and then the hand taps, uh, like, you see, like, a boop, boop, boop on your, uh, screen. <laughs> yeah, that. I have a way with technology, of course. There's an explanation for anything, but I suppose I'm just too prissy to explain it to you. I'll be captain. And here I thought I was going to have to egg you on with a bit of stage fright. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the kind of attitude a captain should have. So, best of luck. And Wasp casually flies back over and sits in the front. <laughs> All right, we're here. As Twit kind of like very slowly pulls up to, you guys have been fighting, but what you have probably glanced at and now see is quite a large frame for a transport ship. We're going to die. It's relatively run down. Like, it looks like it's probably been commissioned 10 plus years. It's kind of definitely got some dings and the whatnot on it. And then on the ver- on the side of it, you see words, uh, these letters kind of printed out, scratched up in their own right that says emissary. Eisen turns to Nanal. Did you purchase the ship or is it on rent? It's given by the Starfinder Society. Okay. Then it's less likely to just explode as soon as I turn it on. That's the hope, at least. I don't imagine it will explode unless you are the Kaza. And she gets up and starts walking to the ship. I would not imagine it explodes unless you blow it up. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't know us personally yet. Moat hops off the ship, the transport, and runs over, begins inspecting the outside, and Wasp flies over the top, and uh, you occasionally do see the flash of the Wasp image on Moat's mask, and they just do a thorough investigation to see if the ship is in decent condition, looking for any obvious defects or points of failure. Yeah, running about it, uh, it looks to be in pretty good condition. I will pull you to the map. Ooh, I'm that map. Ooh. Defend the ship. Did that work? Ooh, this map's sick. It did. Ooh. Made with fantasy incarnate. Oh, nice. <laughs> All of our freaking sci-fi maps right now are waffles converting uh, incarnate into sci-fi with a lot of work, and it's amazing. <laughs> I'm very impressed. The important question is, where's my chair? Come on. Uh, you see it up front. You, there is a very small place for the where the captain and the pilot can both sit together, and or the captain can be kind of running back and forth between computers and science officer and yelling up the hats to engineering. Oh, I'm not the. I'm not where the, the captain. Heck does gunner go? I'm the computer science person. Uh, the gunner is somewhere. What the heck? <laughs> oh no, he forgot. You don't. Forgot. You don't have any guns. Uh, yeah, the gunner is kind of like. <laughs> I think they're on the side. I definitely put well, the guns Well, honestly, for on. me, I would say there's, let's just call, what is this? What is this in the middle here? Because I would say you could put that as the gunnery hatch. Mm-hmm. And then you have computer sciences, uh, computers on either side here. I can I can get down with that, actually. That's, uh, we'll say that's the gunnery hatch to the turret. And then one of these computers, like this bottom right computer, is for the, uh, the gyro laser in the front. Because you can't, like, you don't aim that, really. You just shoot it. It's in your front arc. Oh, okay. Like the how t- long does that are mean they have Dr. to move tentacles between them? You don't just ask a Cyphozoan how long their tentacles are. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in one round, he's allowed to like if he was in the turret, he would be able to go fire the arc laser or the gyro laser. Like I can fire all the weapons in one turn. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think so. Because they're all just kind of in the same spot. Like even even the turret, which is probably where Doctor Lin will stay, has like a button that says gyro laser, you know, or like a trigger, whatever you want to call it. Isn't that the hatch to the guns right there? No, that's the hat to engineering, which is directly under the captain pilot. As you are running around boat, I will say, like, you do notice that the whole thing is pretty pretty well laid out. There's definitely, like, some some room for improvements. You can tell it's old. Uh, the one thing that you all kind of notice is there is one room in particular that looks like it has been upgraded beyond, like, the ship itself. Uh, and As captain. You seen it all, like, brush past all of you and walk into that room. No! <laughs> 
my room! Aizen watches Ninal enter and then looks at Zeha as she was about to finish that sentence and was like, I think she already claimed it. Well, Wasp is hiding in the bush. Fine. <laughs> just spying. Oh my. You don't know. Tetsu's just going to go through and like kind of inspect for any like obvious faults so we don't have another Twek incident just traveling. Smart. For sure. Outside of our stations. By the way, I have having I'm having such a hard time imagining Dr. Lin as our gunner. Like it just doesn't work for me. But look at that hat it. and it's that great. coat. Like he's clearly a killer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's the cover up by Daniel Stone killer, Cold. Killer nonetheless. <laughs> when when he uh takes off his doctor identity, he just changes hats. He puts on the gunner hat. It's the same exact hat, just like a slightly different shade of leather. He turns it backwards, <laughs> but it, it it's just the same thing. The cops yeah, are looking yeah, for a red cipher zone. I'll just put this hat on and no one will be able to tell. <laughs> uh. Excellent. Okay, uh, this is y'all's ship, though. I assume, mm-hmm. like, everyone begins running through, like, little startup processes, everything you need to do, checking out your own stations, that kind of thing, making making yourself at home. And it's called the Emissary? Yep. Speaking of making myself at home, I do specifically check whatever the control scheme is to make sure whatever pieces I have to touch are properly rubberized. Oh, rubber. They are not, but you can easily like scratch up around the ship to find like little little rubber like plates and like different things to put on the buttons and the, everything. So you're grounded and you don't shock at all. If that's the case, especially when like Moat runs past to go into engineering, I'd say, "Hey, uh, if you can find any rubber bits, I need those." It seems like some of the buttons are worn, and I want to make sure that nothing breaks. Oh, yeah, sure thing. I'll see if I can find. I just imagine Dr. Lim walks over. He's like, here's a glove. Here's a rubber glove. You're fine. There you go. (laughs) Moat tosses up a a condom that he finds in the uh, engineering hall. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was clean. rubber, right? I will not be needing this. Moving right (laughs) along. Len, behave yourself. All right. As each of you go through uh, little, like, different startup things, prepping your stations, that's where we'll go ahead and take our break. That way we can get back into proper starship rules when we get back. We won't need them because there's not going to be any incidents. Yes. Boy. Y- yeah, what? Yeah.